Facebook Okay. So we see what happens. Yeah, uh, the, it's like uh, I'm worried about the tour because, <laughs> well, it's two, two months, three months away. But they got a long time. Yeah, who's gonna know? Anders Johansson will land tomorrow to Mexico at five. Oh, really? Yeah, and the Mexican authorities do have travel restrictions from people from traveling from certain countries like Italy, Germany. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Iran. Yeah. I don't blame them because <laughs> you know this is it's getting worse. You know. Yeah. I've, so far here, it's not too bad. Um, crap, I don't remember what the numbers were, but we're in the area I am. I think there was only maybe six cases. Yeah, so it's not too bad. Here's here. here's one. One oh, so. Yeah, that's like that's nothing. Yeah, so it might not even be so bad there. Shame mm-hmm. for Italy though, because one yeah. one of our fans that you know loves your show, uh, uh, Francesco, he's in yeah. Italy right now, and he's uh, he, he's got nothing to do. Yeah, he posted it on my Facebook. Yeah, I saw it. he uh, sent that to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Poor Francesco. Nice guy, though. Yeah, yeah. All right. So welcome to the Timo Talkie podcast. What's up, Timo? Well, um, I'm afraid of this coronavirus situation. Oh, I know you are. Don't be afraid. You're not going to. You have traveled from Finland to Prague to Mexico, back to Prague, back to Mexico, wherever else you went. And you still have no Costa Rica. You still have no coronavirus. Yeah, you've eaten you've eaten McDonald's tacos, uh, burritos, and all these things. And still, no coronavirus. You went to the yeah. beach, no coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fine. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'm sure you've gotten uh, uh, over the years uh, worse things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. Oh, somebody sure. says uh, Sergio says uh, they have 22 cases in Costa Rica. Really? Yeah. Okay. How many people are you now? Uh, five people are here. Okay. Yes. Okay. You uh, see their names? Uh, Sir, right now I only see Sergio. I don't know who else is here. Doesn't tell me. No idea. If you're here, let yourself be known. Please uh, write in the comments. Yeah. But uh, you, don't, you don't know anybody personally that has the coronavirus yet? Me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, as long as you cover your mouth, I'll be all right. And you did yeah. wash your hands before we started this podcast, right? Yes, I did. Okay. Good. That's With good. With alcohol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, um, we were going to do Elements, part one and two tonight, right? Yes. Um, there was actually an album before Elements, uh, Trent Intermission. Yes. It was just like a compilation kind of thing, right? Yeah. Want to tell a little bit about that? Well, since we we knew we we're going to... I had many songs, and uh, I knew it was going to take more time, so uh, it was the record company that wanted to release something. Hmm. So we came up with this intermission with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Couple of new songs, some covers, some old things, you know. Yeah. So did did you want to do this or no? No. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, no, I didn't. Nobody did. Yeah, were the new songs specifically written for this, or was they yes. were they already written? Oh, okay. Yes, they were written for this. Yeah, I don't even remember which new songs there was. Uh, Will my soul Falling, rest in peace? Right, fall into fantasy. What was that? You broke up. Fall into falling into fantasy. Oh, okay. I can't. What the hell's Will my soul ever rest in peace? I can't. Even I know what. I didn't listen to this one. It's pretty good song. Remember. Is it? I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Nick Nicholas has joined us from Uruguay. Okay. Yeah. I saw the travel restrictions to Uruguay. People warning American government warning people to travel to Uruguay. <laughs> warning us to, from traveling to Uruguay? Why? Yeah. I don't know. It's a dangerous country. Is it? According it's dangerous to in general. <laughs> I have no, been I there, so at, at least I was there ten years ago. There was nothing bad. I was there with Symphonia. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, Nicholas. Nicholas, if I'm saying your name correctly. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's move on to Elements Part One. Now they were yes. actually well, they were actually both recorded at the same time, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. I noticed there's like a, a big change, not a huge change from your typical sound, but there was a lot less power metal on these albums. Yeah, it's previous. more symphonic. Yeah. A lot of orchestra stuff on these on these songs. Yes. It was a big orchestra this time. It was, and it was before Nightwish. Right. So we got like uh, one local guy doing the transcriptions for the orchestra, a crazy guy. Hmm. All these guys are crazy. Well, everybody's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the Kapellmeisters, they're crazy. Yeah. Why? What did yeah. he do? It was just like, I remember I was listening to demos with him, and he he, he was really like, uh, his body language was like, you do this uh, in this part like this, and you know, here like, like this. <laughs> like, really nervous guy. Yeah. And he did the Nightwish things after that. Or, or, oh, really? Yeah, before, oh, really? they were, before they started to go to London. Oh. So he did like uh, Century Child, at least. Hmm. And stuff. Oh, wow, that's cool. Riku Niemi is his name. Ah. Have you um, used him at all for anything, you know, on other albums besides these? No, because we had, a, of course, fight. He has fight with everybody. Oh, really? <laughs> We had, we had fight about the like royalties, about the like publishing, the shares, right? Because he he said that his his orchestrations are so vital part of the songs that he 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 has to have a credit for composit compositor, like he he's a composer of the right. song, and of course I said no man no, <laughs> he's just background music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like this. Well, I mean, which is understandable. But he didn't have any. He, did he help you write any songs? He just, or he just put the you know orchestra stuff in. He just put the orchestra stuff. Wow. He's the same guy who did Infinity, but in a much smaller scale. Right. And then he was alright. But then when we got this big choir, like the choir was like thirty people, and the, the orchestra was like fifty-five people. Oh wow! So it's really big. It's a city orchestra of Yoensu. Wow. So that must it have is, cost some big 
big bucks. Yeah, it, it was it was like seventy thousand euros. Oh wow! Only the orchestra. Wow. Yeah. How much was the cost for recording the album in general? Well, both together, four hundred thousand euros. Holy shit! You ho- I hope you made it back, right? <laughs> it was so so. I think it was, it was recouped. Yeah. Right, yeah. Cool. Uh, Sergio wants to know: uh, Would you play any revolution, revolution, Renaissance songs in the future? Yes. There's a set list. Uh, there's a set list. Um, I made because I have three show, shows now in Mexico. Mm. If they happen, mm. they're gonna happen. I have, I have Hermosillo, Hermosillo next next week's eighteenth, nineteenth, some kind of Obregon, and then Monterrey twenty first. Yeah, you got you got time. We'll be all right. Yeah, and, and now they're scheduling. Then the Brazil. I talked to the Brazilian promoter, and he said everything is still on. Mm. Yeah. And there, we have four in Chile. They are negotiating about Argentina, Peru, Ecuador, Guatemala, uh, Mexico, of course. Uh, so it's it's a long, mm. long tour. Wow! And I have a job now here in Mexico. It's it's called Cam Academy. Cam Academy. It's like Cam? the biggest Cam C A M. Like the biggest school here. It's mm. amazing property like state-of-the-art recording studio they have like classes for dancing photography guitar playing bass keyboards singing everything oh wow yeah composing so they gave me a job wow that's nice so what are you actually doing well i'm 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 at master classes first of all like about mixing and and recording and then private guitar classes yeah, so you had somebody earlier today, right? Yes, I had. Well, I, I'm in this home of the family. But okay. I will be in September. I'm going to start working in September. So it seems I have to move to Mexico. <laughs> I would say so if you're going to be working there, yes. Yeah. And I found a really nice area, like a penthouse. Right. With a swimming pool, jacuzzi, and gym, all for free. Six hundred bucks a month. Is it how many rooms are in there? It's like a hundred square meters, like three rooms and and the kitchen. Okay, you can set up a room for me. A studio. All right, set it up. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you have good Wi-Fi in there. Yeah. Is it working now? I I, I see. It's not. It's not as bad as it was on Skype, but it's 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 still pretty shitty. It's all right. It's good. It's as good as it's gonna get. It's, it is what it yeah. is. I mean, I see you normally, and I see me myself normally. I don't, that's I don't know. I you're okay right now. It just once in a while it goes in and out. No, okay. Um. All right. So uh, back to uh, elements part one. Um, I believe the first single is Eagle Heart. Yes, which is also known as Beetle Fart. <laughs> Why is that? Well, we always came up with the... Funny names. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> it's somebody writing to my WhatsApp. 
Don't tell him to fuck off. <laughs> Not now. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. So tell us about Eagle Heart since that was the first single, and I believe you had a video for that as well, right? Yes. The director was crazy because he made us play half half tempo all day. Why? He wanted to have this like a uh, special uh, effect of like we move really fast. So we were like dead, 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 dead. I close the WhatsApp. I don't, I, I hate some good, good idea. <laughs> oh, that's is that what that is? Yeah. Ding. Oh, I hear a dog in the background. Yeah, there's a dog. No, no, close <laughs> to what did I say? Yeah, uh, this guy made us. We did like six hours of half tempo, and right. it was all green green screen. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like this six hours. Right. <laughs> and then I, I met him like when the video was ready in. A, Somewhere in the night in Helsinki, and he had a fucking tattoo of eagle above his heart. Oh, really? Yeah, and he had done it like ten years ago. Oh, wow! Yeah. So this video and song was made for him. Actually, Eagle Heart is me. Well, I okay. Yeah, it's song <laughs> about it's song. It's a song about me. What's it about with you? It's about. Um, not giving up, you know. Hmm. Why did have you? Did you feel like you were going to give up? There were times in my life I did. Yeah. yeah. What I about? Uh, yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, what about like during the making of this album? I mean, because this was a big, big album. You you know did two parts out of this. Yeah, uh, we we recorded everything in the same session though. Yeah. And I had like forty songs. Wow! Yeah. And so we picked up the best, and we did most. We did all for elements one, and we left some stuff, some vocals and shit for the part two. Mm. And I remember still because maybe I was a bit manic, mm. so I told the blast that we they have to release the part two in nine months after the part one because it's the pregnancy time. <laughs> And I still remember because they scheduled a lot of interviews and some of them didn't happen because I sent Jab Wagtemaker uh, an email. I cannot do the interview because I have to see my cactus blooming. <laughs> I had no cactus. But... <laughs> <laughs> so where did that come from? It's an old joke. It's like the queen of the night that it's like blooming in the night, and it lasts only like a couple of hours. My father had that. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. But they did release it in nine months. <laughs> I said that number two is pregnant for number one, so it has to come out after nine months. Yeah. Um. I don't you think that was a little too soon, though. No, because we already had a, a pro proposal from Sanctuary. Oh, really? Yeah, a so big you're one. Working, you're working on another deal. Yeah, at the same time. They offered us like $500,000 for 
advanced. Wow. For one album. Wow. So, of course, we had to get rid of the blast. <laughs> blast of the past. Um, what was it like being on Nuclear Blast? I mean, so many bands are on there now. Like, you know, a lot of power. It's, it's, it's the best label at the moment, definitely. But Markus Steiger, the owner, he sold a big part of it. Really? Yeah, to some company. He still owns a part of it, but not much. Uh, Sergio's asking a few more questions here. Uh, he remembers Project Strato. Yes, I remember that too. Yeah. Uh, what happened with it? Is it still in your mind? Project Strato, what was that? With Lassila? Yeah, that was when you tried, you know, after you left Stradivarius, then you were going to do a whole Stradivarius band again with the, you know, some of the original members. Oh. I remember you did the, um, uh, what the hell is that thing? Uh, you know, the thing where people pay for you to... Uh, Credo. You know, um, <clears throat> Pledge no, music. Yes, yes, yes. Credo. Greedy. Greedy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is no longer around anymore. No, they went bankrupt. Yes. Well, Project Strato um, didn't happen because I got an offer from Frontiers. Right, right. A big one, again. Mm-hmm. So they offered me 100,000 euros. Right. Actually, we, t- we did talk about this on our sh- the first interview, I, I believe. Yes, exactly. So you have to go back and watch that, Sergio. We do have a lot of interviews. We're up to episode 13, by the way. Yeah. We've done this, and then we have a whole other show, like my regular show, and we did, what, like two, two and a half hours with you, so... Plenty yeah. of uh, plenty of those old questions are uh, are talked about on there. If you want to watch that, Sergio. Um, do you have a favorite song of part one? I have uh, definitely elements. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because it's like everything. What, what I want to say uh, psychologically. Uh, 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 spiritually, musically. Uh, who was Papillon? Papillon is butterfly in French. He's part of what? It's it's a butterfly, butterfly. Oh, butterfly. Oh. Yeah. And who was the little boy who sang Papillon's part? It's one guy from Cantos Minores where I was singing when I was ten. I, I you're breaking up. What do you say? It's from a boy choir called Cantores Minores. Oh, okay. From Helsinki. And I was singing in that choir when I was nine or ten. Oh, wow. And the same guys were in Destiny. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, same, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. And so, so somewhat of a, a relationship with them then. Yeah. Uh, no fighting with them. No fighting. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, now with this album, I, I feel like the part one stays more, you know, towards the typical Stradivarius stuff. Uh, yeah, Soul of a Vag- Vagabond, sim- kind of similar sound, almost to like a Metallica song in a way. I think which, which one? Soul Soul of a Vagabond. Yeah, it had definite. Met- I mean, the whole album's drum sound is uh, is inspired by the Black album. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely hear. It. Because uh, yeah. around this same time, I believe Metallica released a live album with uh, you know, with an orchestra doing all their songs, and Soul of a Vagabond just 
totally sounded like you know something that could have been off of that thing and it was uh it was pretty cool you know because you guys don't you don't sound like metallica but like you said with yeah. the drum sound this way and you did capture that kind of sound which is a good drum sound i like that drum sound yeah well it was a pa in the studio it was a pa big pa yeah um, yeah so Jörg Michael recorded. I remember Jörg Michael recorded his drums in in two days. Wow, which is a long time for him. Yeah, yeah usually it's a because day. yeah. <laughs> so, but he did two albums, right? Yeah, and so first he did his drums, and then uh, we heard them, we edited them, and we fed we fed uh, the PA from the from the desk. And put oh, wow. everything full blast, close mic the PA, put a lot of room mics. So we ended up like 40 tracks of drums alone. Wow. wow. Yeah. And you can really hear this is not a snare man when you hear the back of it. It's like a sh- 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 shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I, love, I love that sound. Yeah. Actually, this is my probably my favorite drum sound. So, did you didn't add too many like what the previous albums did a lot of like uh, plugins or whatever you know on the other drums? How, did you do that with this too or no? Not much. I mean, because we, we mainly used the, the PA right. sound. You know, the PA gives uh, like to the bottom like a really big thump, like it's really really big. Huh. You know, so even the snare. I did even the, there's a little reverb, but most of it is from the room mics. Oh wow! And the toms are Tommy Lee's samples. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So Carmela, the the sound guy, he he replaced every tom he did Tommy Lee's toms. <laughs> he got them from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Now why didn't he just leave the the regular tom sound? Well, it's both. It's fifty fifty. Okay. It's make, it makes it more punchy and spanky. You know? Right. Yeah. And plus the PA, you know, the Thomas were like panned normally. Mm. Right. So you really have like best of both worlds or yeah. best of four worlds, actually. Yeah, no, it definitely it makes it uh, give it a big, huge room sound on this album. Yes. The drums are. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the director of Finbox said, like, Timo, you're crazy. It's like, uh, um, the whole fucking building was shaking from the drums. <laughs> really? Yeah, because it was a big PA. Yeah. And the room was not so big. Quite big, but not so big. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo. Leonardo Roman. Uh, my favorite song album elements is Fantasia. Is Fantasia. Fantasia. Episode is one of my favorite albums of all times. Greetings from Costa Rica. Hmm. Greetings, Leonardo. Okay. We Hello, got eight Leo. people watching. Okay. If anybody has any more questions to ask, please ask them in the comments and I will read them. Um, did anybody have a problem with the Elements album? Since, you know, you kind of changed your sound a little bit. Yes. It was really um, not so widely accepted. Yeah. You know. Who was who was the biggest pain in the ass about doing his album? Who? Yeah. Was it Timo? <laughs> was it no, Chet? No. <laughs> I think nobody. Nobody. 
everybody was yeah. on board and you know everybody was cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. No pain asses. No. I mean, Jarek Michael was extremely pleased about the drum sound, of course. Yeah. Yeah, because usually he's a you know more of a double bass drum player, and there's there's yeah. a few songs on this one. Yeah, let's find your own voice. Yeah. Which we call find your invoice. <laughs> Which was quite substantial in this album. Yeah. Why is that? Well, because it was like four hundred thousand euros. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money. Uh, I will never spend that much money on making an album. Well, we wanted to have the best possible sound at the orchestra, and the orchestra was like one fourth of the whole budget. Yeah, that's insane. Hey, if you know you're gonna make it back, you know, and you yeah. know, especially with you, you know, people know who you are, so yeah, now they do. Um, what was the uh idea about the album artwork? Well, that's Riggs again, yeah, and there's the it's infinity like this, little, uh, this little thing there. Yeah, his thingy. Did you have any uh, say in the artwork, or you just let him do something up and? I let him do. It. We let him do something. Well, now what? Who is it? Anybody I know? See how unprofessional this is, everybody. Doing a podcast live on YouTube. We don't do live YouTubes, and he's talking on WhatsApp. No, I'm just typing. Unbelievable. You're fired. You know what? I'm going to get another Timo talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's got to be another one out there. You can't be the only one. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Elements part yeah. two. Um. This one, this one is not as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this second one? Well, there's a couple of really good songs like Alpha and Omega, Liberty. Yeah, of course. I walked to my own song. Um, of course, it's not as strong. Is what? Because it's not as strong as the one, but but no. one, but but it's still a good album. Yeah, no, it has some good songs on it. Um, when like you said, you wrote like forty songs for this album. Did you uh, like? How did you pick the order? Like, what's what album's going to have which songs? Because maybe if you would have put some of the songs from part one onto part two and kind of like you know did the maybe the shittier songs to part one and then some better songs yeah. on part two, maybe could have even well, them out a little bit better. Well, for me, there are no shitty songs. I okay? know they're your songs. Yeah, but as fan, as a fan, as because a, fan. a lot of fans. Don't like these two albums. I like them. I think. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, there's there's people that don't don't like them because you, you know, you changed a little bit. Yes. People don't like the change, but they have to see that we started with episode, episode visions, right? Destiny, infinity, and then where you go from there to elements, and after the elements, where you go, you go down. You go down, and and we did. Yes, (laughs) and we went very far down. And boy, boy, we did. Yeah. We will get to that next time. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. although that one is, I do like that one a little bit too. But mm. 
Yeah, yeah I but mean, I, I think I I I mean I I I don't think it would be would have been possible to have two strong albums. So we decided to put the best ones to the part one. Yeah. How, so how come you? Why didn't you just mix it to the other one though? You mean the like best so, one, part two? Yeah. Well, you know, make, if, 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 no, we we really decided to put the best ones to the part one. Yeah. Yeah, because that came out first, obviously. So. Right. Also, too, you were also working on a. So, oh, did you sabotage your record deal? Is that what you were trying to do? Which one? <laughs> because you were at well the one with nuclear blast because you knew that was going to be your uh, last album i guess because you were, you had the deal with the sanctuary, sanctuary. Coming, right yeah so you purposely put yeah. out a shitty album. no you said that, that. <laughs> oh it, it was the money of course you can't say no to that amount yeah. and with, with with that money i bought myself an ssl desk Oh, what? oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I had a big studio in Helsinki. Really? Um, oh, yeah. yeah so I... Is that the one that, um, you had, didn't you have like a website or something? Or was that way after that? Before that. Oh. That was like uh, uh, where the Black Album was recorded. Hmm. And I ordered the SSL from France and it cost like 80,000 euros. Wow. And it arrived on my birthday. <laughs> oh, that's right. Happy belated birthday, by the way. It was last week. I'm 54 now. I'm old as a fuck. Holy shit, 54. Yeah. Damn. I'm like gray. Like, you know. <laughs> well, I have purple here. So. I know. You still have that in there, huh? Yeah, I have purple. No one can see it because your connection is terrible. <laughs> weird. I mean, they just installed a new modem yesterday here. I don't know. I have flawless connection, and I'm on. Yeah, I'd be I'd be using my data, but I guess now it's finished. Finito. Sorry. Uh, Conbot Studios. Uh, Eagle Heart is the best mid-tempo straddle song Timo ever wrote, in my opinion. I think it's a similar style song mm-hmm. to Hunting High and Low. Which one does Timo Timo like more? Well, SOS, uh, Eagle Heart, Hunting High and Low, the same song. It's the same song. <laughs> I like I like Hunting High and Low the best, definitely. Yeah, that one I think so too. That's just uh, such yeah. a catchy song. Yeah. And you see, now I'm like, um, okay, this I can say now because I found a new girl. You found oh. I've yeah. seen the pictures on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go to Monterrey. She's she's now she was here in this house, and we took her to the airport last night. That's why I'm a little tired. Yeah. So she lives in Bogota, and she's an actress. Oh, okay. Yeah. Liliana is her name. Liliana. Yeah. All right. Uh, she's really pretty. What did that have to do with the Eagle Heart? <laughs> no, nothing. I'm just telling. Yeah, because I'm just telling because I'm going to Bogota after Monterrey for like a couple of weeks to to compose the Avalon. Oh, okay. Was this I number four? Yes. Hmm. I'm not supposed to say this yet because Frontiers hasn't done the press release, but I don't give a fuck. Ah, who fucking cares? We just yeah. released some news. Come on, get us the blabbermouth. Tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, it's um. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be like a, 
a theme album about Aphrodite. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. And uh, I, I wrote the songs for Infinite Visions, and I'm going to use for for this album. So now you're going to have to write new uh, Infinite Vision songs? A couple of. <laughs> my my, sing, my singer in Peru is right now recording vocal for the demo. Right. And then and Jimmy Pitts, the American guy, is doing right. the keyboards. Oh, okay. Now who's, then, doing, who's working with you on the Avalon album? Or is that secret? I don't know. I don't know yet. It's Frontiers, man. You never know who's going to work. But I will play the guitars and bass. That I know. And I know many guys uh, in Bogota because I, I did this Tolkien Play Star Wars Classics tour right. la- last September 16 gigs. I had a band in Bogota, like this Paolo Cuevas, the singer, excellent singer. Mm. So he's going to be... Frontiers always wants really good demos. Right. And they have a lot of good studios in Bogota. So um, I'm going to compose there. Right. Rest of, rest of the songs, and then I'm gonna stay there until it's safe to go back to Europe. Because Prague, in this moment, forget it. Why? Because of the coronavirus. Yes. It's getting worse there. What is it up to now? Do you know? I think they have like hundred cases. Oh, that's nothing. How big is Prague? How many people are there? Mm, I think three million. So it's like nothing. Yeah, but every government is freaking out. So my, my, wife, my wife is freaking out. Yeah. I, I all morning texted me, "Go get this, go get that." Uh, to, do you, to, is toilet paper a huge issue where you are right now? Toilet paper? No. Anders Johansson told me to tell, to tell the family to buy like twenty kilos of pasta and rice. <laughs> That's the other thing my wife said. Rice. Everybody's freaking out about rice. Yeah, rice and pasta. Oh, my God. But uh, toilet paper is like a huge thing. I went to the store. My wife's uh, on Facebook looking at people saying stores don't have toilet paper. And I went just to, you know, go get a few things and went down that aisle. Toilet paper's gone. Well, you can always use the hand. Like India. You could use the... (laughs) Use the hand or you could just take a fucking shower. Yeah. You know, like, come on. Cheat in the shower. Yeah. Well, Indians, in, in the people in India, they wipe their ass with the other hand and they eat with the other hand. But then sometimes they confuse <laughs> which hand they use. So they eat with the hand that they took the shit. <laughs> it's like rice with that. <laughs> I've never been to India, so I don't know. And I hope none of them are watching <laughs> or listening. <laughs> Yeah, I've never been to India either, and I've never eaten any Indian food. Have you ever eaten any Indian food? Oh, I love it, man! I love, yeah. I love tikka masala. I love butter chicken. You know, yeah, never had yeah. any of it. And now that you just told me that, I'll probably never eat any of it. They have a funny application here called Beat. Right. What is so that? that's like it, it's like a taxi service. So now it, it it's like updating my location. Yeah. And uh, it asked me where I want to go. It's giving me discount. Discount on what? A flight? A taxi. Oh, a taxi. Now I'm here. Like it's called Santa Fe, where I am now. Yeah. So I put I put Aeropuerto, 
A fuck. A e ro u. Aeroporto. Bear with us, everybody. I, I, I just want to say how, how cheap it is. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Leonardo wants to know, what's your personal favorite albums? In general? In general, I guess. I wasn't specific about that. But this 250 pesos to the airport. Mm, and that's, that's like, uh, that's, uh, dollars, that's 10, fuck, 11 dollars. Yeah, like nothing. Yeah, and that takes one hour. <laughs> you know what that would be here? Uh, I, <laughs> I, have, I have an idea. We're like a thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, but uh, I guess uh, personal favorite albums, just general stuff. Well, my my first my first album I ever bought was Rainbow on Stage. Ah. And I was like, I feel really sentimental. I was crying. So, uh, <laughs> uh, because I bought it at that gatefold sleeve. Right. And you know, nice pictures of Ronnie Dio and Blackmore, you know, and Kill the King was like, because the first, um, the first rainbow, Richie Blackmore's rainbow, the band really sucked. Really? It was yeah. not like metal band. It was really b- bad, like, not heavy, no, not heavy. And then Cozy Powell came for the Rainbow Rising. Right. That was totally different. And Rainbow on stage, it's Cozy Powell. Mm. So um, it's really uh, one of my favorite albums of all time, Rainbow on stage. Hmm. Then one of them is Ozzy Osbourne's Diary of a Madman because of Randy Rose. Because Randy did like... I was studying his solos, and I know that he did, like, for that album, he used three weeks for the solos in Rich yeah. Farm Studios in England, where, where Queen recorded Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, okay. It's the same studio. So he did three tracks of guitar solos, the pan to the left, one in the middle, and one in the right, and with different three different guitars. But wow. it sounds all the same. It's fucking flawless. All the wow. solos. It's three guitars. Yeah, not many people. And many people no, I never did that. Mm. I never double tracked my solos. Yeah. And uh, some people have asked me about my picking technique mm. because I, I played like eight hours every day for ten years. Right. Ever since I was seventeen. And uh, when I was sixteen, I saw. Um, I just happened to have a TV on. I was in my grandmother's place, and there was a concert of three guys, Aldi Meola, John McLaughlin, and Paco de Lucia, hmm. called Friday Night in San Francisco. And the first song was called Mediterranean Sundance. And I, these guys are playing with, like, acoustic guitars, like, picking like motherfuckers. And I was like, hmm. okay, if that can be done with acoustic guitar, I surely can do it with electric guitar. <laughs> right. Anybody, by the way, go to the YouTube and punch in Friday night in San Francisco. Uh, Aldi Meola, John McLaughlin. You have to get the whole concert. And you see where I, I'm coming from. Because these guys were like picking really fast. Right. And today I play like them, but just with electric guitar. Wow. 
So my origins is flamenco. Mm. Like, right. You know, <laughs> castanet, castanet. Right. <laughs> yeah. You need some girls behind you. Well, no, I um, said you need some. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody. There's somebody there. I noticed somebody yeah. there. Don't try to trick me. Yeah, it's like the wife of the of the guy who owns the house. <laughs> He's working until nine. Oh, yeah. I hope he doesn't catch coronavirus. Don't say that. You just jinxed them. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, what else? Uh, uh, Gary Moore, of course. Corridors of Power, Victims of the Future, two excellent albums. Rainbow, uh, Rainbow, uh, Straight Between the Eyes, Bent Out of Shape. Inways first. Pentagon shape's a weird one. I like it. Yeah. I like Can't Let You Go. I like Stranded. I like um, Street of Dreams. They are re- really nice songs. That has a terrible Fire album that. cover. Yeah, it's like Twisted. Yeah, it's like that girl in the mirror or something. She's like weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like that cover. And the first Inway, of course, Rising Force. Oh, of course. Yeah, he won a Grammy. For that and rightfully so. Yeah. He was just in Mexico last week. Oh, was he? Did yeah. you ever meet him? Yes. Twice. Did? No. Yeah. He was, was very he? nice to me. He was? Yeah. The only thing, he was in Sweden Rock in the year 2000 and he was with April, his wife is Turkish, his manager, mm. <laughs> who doesn't let him talk to anyone and the kid was there. <laughs> Ah. So Ingve came to me and started speaking Swedish. Uh, Swedish, like, what do you think? I don't speak uh, Swedish. <laughs> and Anders told me, like, because I, I I speak to Anders almost every day. He he told me that he told Ingve that I'm gonna beat him up. <laughs> Why? Just to fuck him up. <laughs> they did with Ingve stuff all the time. So. Ingve was like, really? That, that, there's a big guy. That's a skogsfinner. That's like a forest finish. <laughs> yeah. They call people like me forest finish. <laughs> like we kill the moose with the bare hands and stuff. <laughs> so Ingve was like, oh man, why? why? What have I done to him? <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I couldn't see him, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Could have brought him a, a box of donuts. He would have been all right. Yeah, donuts. I don't think he's donuts. <laughs> Did you ever see that joke? Yes, of course, the Pantera. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's not a joke because we played in Gods of Metal '99. But, but did right. we talk about this? Um, it was '99 Gods of Metal, and uh, there was Pantera and Black Sabbath. Oh wow! And and we had a, like one hour set. And we still have like six or seven minutes to go and the Black Diamond was the last song. So just in the middle of the song, puff, electricity out. Really? Yeah. And we heard from the uh, tour, uh, stage manager's radio, the voice of the Pantera's manager saying, cut these sons of bitches off. <laughs> we heard it. And it's somewhere in YouTube where you can see me taking my guitar and like smashing it down. Really? Because I was so angry. 
I don't think I've ever seen this. Wow. Yeah. I showed her the taste manager like, what's the Italian girl? Like, six, yes, fucking six minutes still. Why do you do this? Why do you do this? So what we did, we went to the side of the, it was a fucking big 50,000 people. So we went to the side of the, the this area and wave people come and started giving autographs and everybody started to come. <laughs> and uh, suddenly there was nobody in front of the stage to watch Pantera because they came to us. Right. And it took four minutes that it came a car. Like, guys, come in. You have to go. <laughs> so we went back to the dressing room and there was like, I still remember there was like a different dressing room for Phil Anthem. It, it says Phil's gym. Right. So Jens went inside of the dressing room of Pantera and took all the beers out. <laughs> and then they came in after the show and like, where the fuck did you steal our beers? Phil Anselm came to us. Right. <laughs> I said, yes, we did, because you guys cut, cut us off. I said, right. what? We don't know about this. And the previous previous night, there was a pre-party in a club where was Winnie Paul. Right. With the Stetson, like his famous Stetson. was drinking yeah. beer, and I went, I went to him I said, look, man, I really dig your drums. I'm like, yeah, who are you? I'm like, oh, you play here? Yes, yes, we play here. We play before you. I didn't know what's going to happen. So he, he offered me a beer. Right. I was really cool guy. Yeah. And, of course, in the backstage, I met Dimebag Daryl, too. Mm-hmm. How was he? And, and Rex. They were all nice, mm-hmm. except they were pissed off about the beers. Oh, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. But it was our revenge. Right. I, hey, why not? You know, it's, it's like uh, when um, uh, Sharon Osbourne cut off uh, Iron Maiden's uh, power. You know, remember that? When? The Ozfest? At the, a few years ago. Was, I think it was on the Ozfest uh, tour. Really? Yeah. Yeah, don't, you don't remember right. the whole big fight between uh, Bruce Dickinson and uh, Sharon Osbourne? It was a whole big thing. Okay. Uh, Sergio, uh, boy, Sergio, we go through all this stuff. You don't watch the other shows? Uh, he wants to know, are you going to play some gigs with Stradivarius again? We're trying. <laughs> well, I met Jörg Michael in Prague about three and a half weeks ago. He was a tour manager of Hammerfall. Yeah. And I, I told him to tell the guys, because I've told him many times. But I, once again, I said, ask the guys if we can do one show somewhere, record it. Film it, release it, Blu-ray, two lineups. He, he Jörg said that they don't want to do it. Nah. I don't know. That's just so said, if you're going to keep the other guitar player in there, what's the big deal? You're not going to tell the yeah. other guy to go, right? Yeah, we or could be you? at the same time. No. And uh, it would actually yeah, work out yeah, because they, you could play, you know, your second guitar anyway, so it'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Sergio, I'm sorry, right. Sergio. It's it's Sergio's first time watching the show, but try watching all of them. There's 13 episodes. <laughs> in the la- in the last tour in Latin America here in September, I had like three guitar players. Oh wow! So Me and go. two others. Yeah. 
and it was fun. So there's no problem. I did contact I their management. My management? I, no, uh, Stradivarius' management. Uh-huh. To try to talk about the prog power thing that we talked about last week. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I didn't get no, I had nothing, nothing back, so. Is it like nine lives? No. Um, I can't remember what the hell the name of the place It's nine is. lives. Jörg Michael is their manager. Uh, I, I went to their website and wrote to whatever was on that Twisted Talent. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's a, a previous company. Now, now it's called Nine Lives. Right, I'll try that one. Then. Yeah. <clears throat> and then my other friend that was you on want, last week. Uh, you I want think his he, number? I could give you his number now if you want. Yeah, give it to me right now over the uh, live YouTube. That's a good idea. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody okay. got a pen and paper ready. Let's go. You got, you got there. <laughs> uh, uh, um, let's wrap up with elements, though. Any other any other um, things people should know about elements? I mean, this two albums. I mean, got to be some good stuff. How was the tour? The tour was the biggest. Hmm. We played. I mean, I, I think we had Symphony X. Oh wow! With, with us, yeah, and we played in Les Ennis in Paris. To six and a half thousand people sold out. So, wow. and that's the only tour where where I, where I was wearing in ear monitors. Oh really? Yeah, the molded ones. So we got like a molded to the ears, and we we were in Netherlands in in Tilburg, and we had big pyros every in every show. And there was a crazy, crazy, crazy uh, pyro girl who put like too much powder to the, oh, no. the bombs. So the first song was Eagle Heart. Oh, yeah. And we had this pomp and circumstance uh, uh, intro always. And uh, we came on stage and it's like, boom! It was so loud that the fucking. <laughs> Earpieces flew off to my ear, <laughs> and my amp died. Oh man! Yeah, and the Symphony X guys ran up there. Said, what the fuck is that? It was like cannon. <laughs> so, so we had to like stop the show, repair the stuff, and start again. Oh wow! Yeah, nobody and, got hurt. Uh, well, no, but it really—they flew off my ears. Yeah, it was so that, that, loud. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah, because we had like microphones. But because we, when you have in ears, you don't hear the, the audience if you don't put the audience mics. You right. put the audience mics, you know, to point the audience, and the sound guy, the monitor guy, feeds them to the ears. Hmm. So it was a long tour. The biggest one, the most people. The most merch, money, everything. So. Uh-huh. And we finished the tour to Bratislava, Slovakia. Wow. In a sports hall of 4,000 people. Jeez. Yeah. Did you ever get stage fright? No. 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 In the beginning, yes. Uh-huh. Like when we started with Strato, I, I was really scared always. I was vomiting and stuff. Really? Yeah. Because I was singing and I was really uh, unsure, unsure about my, my vocals. Yeah. 
because I had to play guitar and sing at the same time. But now I really this, re- recently saw a show from Tavastia and it's pretty good. Yeah. I think I think pretty good actually. I was surprised. Yeah, um, your old bass player put that up there, right? Yes, that yeah. is there. So Do you have yeah, with him at all? No, no, I haven't seen him like. Fuck, no, like twenty, twenty-four years. Wow. Yeah. Now, how come? How come you haven't tried to do anything with him? Well, I never liked his bass playing. He was like more like <laughs> Jeff Berlin, his slapping bass. So when he did the when he he was recording some dream space, and he, right. I went to his home and. He played me the intro for Abyss, and it was like yeah. the the I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> you can't do that. So I'm like, okay, you're fired. <laughs> but he was fired in like fucking five days. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But he's a good wow. guy, and he's a good player. It's just the wrong band and wrong music. Right. He wants to do fusion and stuff. So, nah. and he never moved on stage. I, I always told him, "Come on, man, move a little." Oh, because I don't mind. He cannot move. Right. You know, yeah, and he was just—he was just standing there with the, you know, like the, 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 like <laughs> the. So Asila was the only. Asila was always very cool with the drums, like long blonde hair, and like really like doing stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw in the video. Yeah, he was very uh, a lot of movements and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's very reminds, he's... reminds me when 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 I had my one of my first bands. Uh, the first singer that we had it was a guy. He was a tall, tall guy, and we used to call him the tree because he would just stand there with the microphone and you know try to sing. He wasn't a good singer okay. at all, uh, okay. which was a shame because he's the one that got me into the band, and me and him became good friends. But then after we wanted to move on and get somebody else, we had to let him go. But it was just right. funny. Like it's like you're the front guy. You're supposed to be moving around, and he was just standing there. I remember Jörg Michael ha- had huge issues with Kotipalko in, in, on the episode, like first gigs in Finland. Really? They had a big fight, yeah. Because Jörg said, like, hey, man, you can't be like that. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? It's like you don't control the audience at all. Mm. Because Timo, he has his own way, you know. It's like, I, I heard it for 25 years. I heard, like, Black Diamond, like, next song... It's about diamond. It's not. It's not red. It's not yellow. It's not green. It's not blue. It's <laughs> black, black, black diamond. So I heard it for twenty five years. So of course you get like, oh, fuck, do something. Else. He uh, probably still does it today. Yes, he does. It. <laughs> he does. It. Oh boy! Um, what else? What else we got? Anything else for uh, elements? No, but my biography is coming out in four days in Finland. Oh, you're, oh, that's right. I saw your brother post something about that. That's right, and he's doing your website, right? Yeah, yes, and I took a new photos uh, uh, on Monday. Yeah, he's, I saw that. Yeah, and so uh, it's going to be a new website. Um, we're going to put one song. To download for free. Oh, good. One, one demo of Infinite nice. Vision. Yeah, I'm. I'm still waiting for you to share share uh, some of the songs with me. 
I will send you the. But actually, I did, I deleted the demos. So I have to I, I have to ask Jimmy to send me back. Why did you delete them? Because I I have like I can tell you I have uh, nine thousand four hundred and one emails in my inbox. But aren't they saved on your computer? <laughs> well, I've I've been deleting them, and I accidentally deleted the demos. Oh my god! Yeah. You're lucky somebody else has them. And read your emails well, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> I, I think I think actually that um, I, I I have them somewhere because you, you go to in Mac you go to the send. Right. So they must be there somewhere. I got to be there, especially if you download yeah. them. It's got to go into some kind of folder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's somewhere. Yeah. Because my desk desktop was really fucked. There was like eight thousand files, so I, I I deleted most of it. You know, and I have like now I downloaded the new OS X Catalina, yeah. <laughs> which everybody warned me not to do because it interferes with logic. But I I opened the logic and Pro Tools and everything works just fine. So yeah, this Catalina is is wonderful. It has a lot of new features. Mm, I never heard of it. Yeah. yeah, it's the newest one from from Mac because these guys did the trick. Okay. The previous OS X was called Mojave, 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 however you do. And if you did, if you didn't update it, your Mac, uh, after a certain point, closed itself. Oh, okay. By itself, you know. Huh. So because I like to be online all the time, so I went out for for lunch or something. I came back and the Mac was closed. I was, what happened? <laughs> and then I read from the Apple help desk that. If you don't update to Catalina, it's, it's going to do that all the time. Uh, they do this. Fucking Catalina. Yeah. Um, this is a uh, version uh, 10.15.3 Catalina. Hmm. 8 gigabytes memory. Did you Ram. ever use Reaper? No. No. Reaper's way I, I, but yeah. You, you know, got your thing there. Well, I got my logic products for free. Yeah, so you you don't pay for anything. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the good side of being famous. Yes. Even in here, you know, I go to the music shop and I I, I buy strings and beats, and there's like nothing. Timo is for you. I'm like it's like <laughs> for everybody else, you take more stuff. Like poor guys, and for me, you you give for free. Hmm. <laughs> and now, now I can tell you that I have an endorsement with ESP again. Oh, you do? All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Good. So I get I... my new guitar, I think, in a couple of weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, how did you get that? Did they contact you? You contacted them? or My manager did it. All right, cool. Eric, yeah. Good. From Prague. He, 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 he has no coronavirus. Thank God. I don't yeah. either. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's he's uh, he even wrote the lyrics for one song of Infinite Visions. Oh, really? Yeah. Called you Voice of Tom- Voice of Tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. I need you to write me some lyrics. I need some lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Good In job. fact, today today I'm going to compose a song called Glorious. Okay. I just I, I woke up and I had this song title in my head, so I'm, I have an amp there and the guitar and. Glorious is going to be a pop song. Oh, all right. I'm interested. Yeah. 
Yeah. We ever do it like a full pop album? Yes, I will. I really, you know, because I'm now 54 and I I feel like my metal career is approaching to its end. I can't say that. Never. It never. Metal never so, dies. <laughs> metal dies for me in a way. I mean, I will always be a metal guy, but I am much more than a metal guy. I mean, I'm a music lover. So, so if I move to Mexico in September in this nice penthouse, I'm going to build up a small writing studio, not like a heavy one. Something like you have it there. Yeah, you know? Also the garage. Yeah. It's a garage, but, you know, I can, um, you know, buy an iMac, a little speakers, like keyboards and small amps and start, I play all the best plugins and software and synth and all that shit. And I start writing pop songs, even dance songs. Wow. Because that's where the money is. It is, unfortunately, yes. Everybody's looking for great songs and... I'm going to hit that nail because I know I have it in me. I have the melody. You do. I mean, look at all the stuff that you've released. You do have, you can, you can write some songs. Yeah. You have a little bit of talent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But But I've been like 31 CDs. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Mm -hmm. You're catching up to Kiss. I think they got like 50 albums or something, don't they? Uh, I don't like Kiss. How can you not like Kiss? Um, But yeah, you know what? I I do need uh, lyrics. We have a lot of problems writing lyrics for some songs that I have. Okay. Maybe maybe I can let you write them. Okay. Be interesting. I still want to get you uh, to do a solo on one of the songs. I can do that. I know you can. Yeah. But I don't want to send it to your email because it'll just get lumped in with everybody else's email. <laughs> yeah, it goes to chalk folder. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Anything else so we can wrap this up? Um, I got I I got an email from. I have a Skype guitar lesson today. You do. Yeah. If anybody wants uh, guitar lessons, where do they go to to write you? To get my email, tell the people like Sergio, who doesn't watch the show, where they could go if he wants guitar lessons. What's your email? Well, I do I do Skype lessons, so my email is ttalk ttalk seven 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 at gmail dot com. Of course, it broke up. It is ttalky at ttalky seven 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 at gmail dot com. Well, now we froze. Of course he froze. Why not? He might be gone now forever. Until next time. Hello, O-O-O. Greetings. Well, Timo also does play bass guitar, so you can get Skype lessons from Timo. But see how see the connection that he has? It's really shitty, so you probably wouldn't learn anything. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this is what happens. He's gone. Um, I don't know what to do now because uh, he's not here. And he froze. Maybe I can send him another invite to come back. Oh, no, wait. He's back. Hold on. Hold on. Oh. There you are. Now we have three Timos. Let me get rid of this one. One is empty. <laughs> I could just leave that on just to make it look funny. Nope. Oh, see, this is 
Yeah. I'm gonna oh nope, he's gone now. He's got a terrible, terrible Wi-Fi. Oh, I hate when this happens. Anybody have any questions that I can ask? Go check out uh, ratsoundreview.com, my regular, uh, my network, ratsoundreview.com. Uh, we have plenty of shows on there besides Timo. Um, a lot of music-related shows, a lot of political shows. Uh, South Park, anybody like South Park? We have a South Park-dedicated uh, show. Uh, but my regular show, we have album versus album that uh, you just put, like, you know, random albums against each other. And uh, oh, now he's officially completely gone. I don't know where he went. And then my other show, uh, sometimes we do interviews, which is how I got in contact with Timo. I did the first interview with him, and then months after, I just discussed with him uh, doing this show. So uh, this has been fun. But uh, here we review new albums, old albums, just a bunch of shit. So if you want to check that out, go ahead. Subscribe, please, to the YouTube channel. We're also on podcasts like uh, iTunes, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all that stuff. I guess he's gone forever, so... I'm just going to get out of here. Uh, yes, we have a lot of videos. I think we have probably around 60-something right now. We have to do a lot. It's been over a year. 2018 we started this Red South Review thing, so we've been around for a while. Well, I thank everybody for watching. Uh, I guess Timo's not coming back. So we will see you guys next week and if you have any questions please write ratsaladreview at gmail.com and we will answer questions all right okay see you guys next week adios bye bye <laughs>